Hello and welcome to Theatre Club. We're usually a podcast that reviews shows in London, big West End shows and also smaller cabaret and off West End shows. And we review the show, we talk about where to sit, we talk about price of tickets, any deals that we think are on and how to pick the best of what London has to offer. But due to circumstances, we are under lockdown and we are not able to go to the theatre. So we've been talking about what's available online and on TV. So I'm joined by my brother, Oscar. Hello. My co-host. And today we are going to be doing a quiz that is being hosted by the company Todaytix, which we're so excited to do. Although they're now called, I'm looking on their Facebook, they've crossed out the Today and their Tomorrow Ticks. So they're optimistically looking forward to a day when we can all go back to the theatre. But until then, we'll just have to keep our minds sharp by testing our theatre knowledge with their theatre quiz, which I am excited about also because it's being hosted by Miriam Teak Lee, who you have not seen Anne Juliet yet, which is so sad that you can't go and see it because it's not currently on. I know, I'm really... uh... It won. It picked up all the awards, didn't it? And Miriam Teatley is just brilliant. So um, I'm looking forward to seeing her host this quiz. I mean, I have no idea what kind of what sort of theatre questions it is, because as much as I feel like we both have pretty good knowledge of certain things, there are definitely holes in our knowledge when it comes to certain shows. Like neither of us have ever seen Phantom of the Opera or Cats, some of the kind of big West End shows that other people might know about. It's a shame Madeline's not on the podcast today, because obviously she's got that layman's knowledge that's probably going to be useful i've only ever seen that once but you know i feel like we have because over the last few years we've been podcasting we have seen a lot of stuff in london so i feel like we're fairly across some of the newer stuff um if we had to have a a quiz team name what kind of fun theater themed quiz names you know when you go to pub quiz people come up with silly quiz names what could our theatery quiz name be tomorrow i love you tomorrow optimistic i like it <laughs> Yeah, I was thinking something up. Or do we go the other way and we go kind of you're in town, everything's shit. <laughs> oh my goodness, what's that line from Sweeney Todd? The world is a pit and it's filled with shit and the men and women are, what is it? Oh God. There's a hole in the world like a great big pit and it's filled with people who are filled with shit and the vermin of the world inhabit it, but not for long. And that's that's our quiz name. <laughs> I think it's a little long. Let's take another pass at it. Let's keep spitballing. What about... Sing out, Louise. Oh, Oscar, that's brilliant. And if you don't get it, you're no friend of ours. Um, Speaking of which, actually, I saw I was on Amazon Prime today, for anyone who has Amazon Prime, and one of the things that you can rent on Amazon Prime to watch is the cinema kind of professionally filmed production of Gypsy starring Imelda Staunton, directed by Jonathan Kent, that we were totally in love with that production, weren't we? We went to see it five times. Yeah, so you can rent it. It's like... I think it's like three pounds fifty to rent or three ninety nine to buy it and own it forever. Um, and it is such a great production. It's a great production. It's also, you know, there are things like you know how everybody's reading a lot at the minute in lockdown, yes. and there's sort of things that everyone's talking about reading, like Wuthering Heights or, you know, books that you feel are sort of constantly referenced by films other authors. Yeah, you know, it's good yeah, to yeah. have a knowledge of what these books are about, and I think theatres like that as well. Yeah, you kind of it's good to it's good to see things like Gypsy, like Hello Dolly. Yeah, and I know people might say, well, you know, it's, you know, I can't. Yes, it would be great to see these productions, but it's kind of a bit, you know, you might not have the funds. 
to be going to stuff or that you might have kids that you've got to get home to or you've got a job that work not yeah. you know there are loads of reasons why people like can't access theater yeah but that's why people are now able to go and see things in cinema and on tv or you can rent something yeah oh my goodness oscar it's starting the quiz is starting in two minutes <gasps> the quiz is starting in two minutes okay okay so i can see Miriam teakley now I mean, I know I Here cannot wait is. to get back to the Shaftesbury Theatre and Anne Juliet. I mean, this is Isn't she so gorgeous? Should we get started on this quiz? Oh my god, Al, the quiz is beginning. Right, okay, so let's get serious now. Is okay. Where pop music meets musicals. Love the title. Oscar, do we need a pen and paper? I have a pen and paper. Alice, get your head in the game. Can you list Sorry. Okay. three West End musicals Beverly Knight has started? <gasps> Easy. <gasps> okay, so. Memphis. Memphis. Okay. Cats. Have three points, guys. <laughs> Someday. Um, bodyguard. Body- no, that was the Alexandra Burke. Did you not do Bodyguard, the original? Oh, maybe. Um, are we counting Sylvia? Question yep. two. Which pussycat girl made her debut as Grizabella at the London Police? Oh, that's easy. Nicole Scherzinger. Okay. Question three. Which Grammy award-winning singer earned their first Olivier nomination for Waitress's Score? Al, do you know that one? Sarah Bareilles. Well done. Sarah without an H. I knew how it was spelled as well, Oscar. Question four. Which Spice Girl made their theatre debut as Mrs. Johnston in Blood Brothers? Mel C. Yeah, it's got to be Mel C. Oh, Al, we should have seen Blood Brothers this year together. I'm so sad. It's one of my favourite musicals. I bought you tickets for your birthday. I really hope it gets rescheduled. Elton John composed the music for two of these shows, but which two? And we're going to need both shows for one point. So is it A, The Lion King, B, Billy Elliot, or C, Kinky Boots? Billy Elliot. Yeah. I need both of the shows for that one point, people. Oh, Elton I see. John oh, Lion King. Music of two of these oh, shows. right. Billy Elliot and Lion King. That's slightly too easy. Was it really Lion easy. King, Billy Elliot or Kinky Boots? She's saying that question wrong. She, she, she should yeah, say. No shade, Miriam, but that wasn't. That was unclear. Right, she's doing the answers. So, Come on, Miriam, give them to us. The answer to question one is the bodyguard, cats. I told you she was in Bodyguard. Well, I wrote it, scribbled it out, and put Sylvia, but basically both are correct, so we're getting points. Number two was Nicole Scherzinger. Answer to question three, Sarah Bareilles. Answer to question four is Mel C. And for a bonus point, what does C stand for, Al? Channing, Cunning, wait, Melanie Channing. I think it's like Chisholm, isn't it? It's Chisholm, you're right. It's Chisholm. <laughs> well, I thought those were, you know, those were fairly standard questions. I think we did pretty well. We overthought the Beverly Knight thing with Sylvia, which barely made it on stage, let alone into the West End. That was so much fun. Five out of five. Did you listen to Mel C on Desert Island Discs? No, I have not caught up with Desert Island Discs for a while. Was she good? She was good. She's. She, I've met her in real life and she is so down to earth and that's how she comes across. But Laura Laverne, who does the interview, I just find her, because I'm such a huge fan of Desert Islandist, I'm so used to Kirsty um, Young doing it. Hold, hold that thought. We're doing a round two. You can come back to tell me your opinions on Lauren in a okay. moment. So, question one is, okay, question the one. three categories into which Shakespeare's plays are divided. Comedy, tragedy, 
Romance. No, I don't think romance is one. Is it? Comedy of errors. Maybe you're right. Maybe it is comedy, tragedy and romance. But usually the romances are tragedies. Oh my God, Miriam, we're not ready. What Cole Porter musical is based on the taming of the shrew? Kiss Me Kate. Kiss Me Kate, it is indeed. And what, which it's film like, is based on that, Oscar? What Ten Things Say About You. What are the rival gangs called in West Side Story? Oh, West Side Story yeah. Sharks. Yep. So, and Jets. Oscar, I was going to get that. You didn't let me say it. Question four. Can you name the three of the six actors who starred in Upstart Crow on TV and stage. I bet it has to be three that came from the show and did it on stage as well. So David Mitchell, who else did went from the stage production and the TV? No, because I don't think Rafe Spool was on the stage version, but he was sometimes in the show. So it was, who played his um, (laughs) wife in it? People draw parallels between The Lion King and which Shakespeare play? Question five. Hamlet. Indeed, it is, isn't it? Because he... People has some father issues. Don't we all? <sighs> I'm really annoyed I can think of more people that are in Upstart Crow. I feel like a fool. Okay, so here are the answers. Answer to question one is comedies, tragedies, and histories. Shit. Oh, histories. Yeah, it wouldn't be it too, too Mother modern. would be so ashamed of us. <laughs> Kiss me, Kate. Answer Obvious. Question three is sharks and jets. Answer to question four is so the possible names are if you've got three out of these names, then you get one point. Okay, and we didn't, Miriam. David Mitchell, Jenna oh, Whelan, Jenna Whelan, Helen Mox, Rob Rouse, Steve Spires, and Mark Heap. Um, that was a hard one, I feel, but hey, yeah, but I appreciate the challenge. Yeah, that's and true. They can't all be easies. Hamlet. Hamlet. So we didn't do quite as well in that round. God, her bedroom, the backdrop for this quiz, she's got this sort of flower, flower sort of wallpaper. And then she's got the programme for Anne Juliet behind her, some scented sticks, some today, oh, sorry, tomorrow ticks quiz cards, a rainbow fan, a lunchbox, some perfume. What's the pink thing? Is that her makeup, makeup bag? It's yeah. so interesting looking in people's rooms. Yeah, it looks like a lunchbox. I also want to know what fragrance her scented sticks are. Yeah, what room diffuser smell are you? Is that is it a sort of like lime and basil or is it more of a sandalwood? She's got amazing fake acrylic nails on. They're really nice. That Do you know what that shape that is called, Oscar, of nail? Of course not. It's called a coffin. A coffin? Yeah, because it's not quite square. It's square and then it goes smaller square at the end, like a coffin does. All right, next round after that fascinating piece of info so about nails. Clues about like which West End theatre we're talking about, and you've got to guess. Oh, uh, we've got to guess the West End theatre. So let's start with the first one. I love this. This is great. Okay, the first one is I am the oldest West End theatre. All right, it's got to be the Globe, right? Someone tried to assassinate King George the Third here. Ironically, while they were playing God Save the King. That yeah, it's got to be the Globe. <laughs> Sorry, four Rogers Hammerstein musicals at the oh. West End premieres here in the 1940s and 1950s. That is the Theatre Royal Drury Lane. Oh, well done, Oscar. What is that? And also, I'm currently being renovated ahead of Disney's oh, yeah. Frozen opening in London. Oh, okay. That's Drury Lane. Drury Lane. Is it the Coliseum for the oldest theatre? 
No, no, those were all Going for the same one in its oh, Drury Lane. Goodness, those were three clues for one theatre. Question two. We'll get another I'm three now. Hand. I was originally named the Sans Perel Theatre. I housed the world premiere of Sunset Boulevard and Emilda Staunton is due to play Dolly Levy later this year. Okay, so that's where Waitress was on, which is called oh, The Adelphi. Who am I? Who could I be? No, it's The Adelphi. The Old Witch is where Tina is on. I'm on Shaftesbury Avenue. Right. Avenue. So, okay, this one's on Shaftesbury Avenue. I used to be called The Globe Theatre. I have housed many notable plays and musicals, including Equius, Company, okay, I know this one. Recently, the Les Mis All Star Concert. What is it, Oscar? It is the Gale Good. Which one is it? Which is where we saw the new production of Company. Question four. Oh, that was so good. Oh, question four. <laughs> I've housed the first West End production of West Side Story. Hmm. I have now been home to an opera ghost for over three decades. Wow. My name changes whenever a new monarch takes to the throne. Oh. oh. So there must be an Elizabeth. That's really good. Queen Elizabeth, Avenue. is it? Did she say it was on Shaftesbury Avenue? Yeah. The palace. The... Built in 1910, I have had dozens of megastars perform on my stage, including Judy Garland, Frank Sinatra. That's got to be the Palladium, right? And Madonna. That's the Palladium. Also, I am best known as one of the homes of royal variety performances. So that's Palladium. What was that one before and about the changing name of the monarchs? The Her Majesty's Theatre, maybe? At Christmas time. Oh, that was I'm just going to write, cool. write Her Majesty's mm. Theatre. Miriam, tell us the so, answers. Answers. Answer to question one is Theatre Royal Drury Lane. Yes. Answer to question two is Adelphi Theatre. Yes. For number three, it is Gilgood Theatre. Okay, this is the one we went short on number four. Four is Her Majesty's Theatre. Yes. And the fifth one is the London Palladium. Hurrah. I really want um, Miriam to sing. Wait a minute, what's she saying, Oscar? Oh, sorry. I've just turned it down a bit. She's doing shout out. She's reading comments. Yeah. Being Julia every day is an absolute dream. I never knew that that's the one for sure. Ooh, Basically, she loves playing Juliet. Okay. And now we're moving on to the next round. Okay, so <gasps> Name that Juliet tune. Oh my god, please sing. Juliet. So I'm gonna sing a song. Well, I'm gonna hum the song, okay? Yes! And you guys have to guess the song that I'm humming, okay? No, don't hum it, Miriam. It sing up. it. Okay. Sing out this Louise. Is Katy Perry Tiger Raw Raw <laughs> oh, It really makes me want to watch Anne Juliet so again Okay the second one. Backstreet Boys. Yes. Whack your body right. All right. Backstreet's back. Is it just called Everybody That Song, isn't it? I reckon it's one of those Everybody Brackets Backstreet's Back. 
didn't like this one very much i think it's kesha this place about to blur uh, 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 uh. i think it's blow not one of my favorite moments from the show i must say oh i've got it do you know how it's Jesse J, Domino. Oh, well done. Well done. You're doing great, Oscar. I mean, I have seen the show, so it helps, but... So all these are in the show and Juliet. Yeah, it's such a fun show. Oh, right, last one. The one That way. I want it that way. So once again, just to remind you, if you guys enjoyed that, because I mean I had so much fun, if you guys enjoyed it, then please, please donate to NHS Charities Together. It means so yes, that's important. Us. NHS Charities so Together. And another question that's coming in. Okay, this is from Lisa. Hey, Lisa. She wants to know what is my favorite karaoke song and can I sing a bit? Yeah, sing. <laughs> Absolutely. Of course I can. Uh, so I love, I love And I'm Telling You from Dream Girls. <gasps> it's literally like my favorite song. <gasps> so Dream Girls is my favorite. One of my favorites. <laughs> how I can't even remember how it starts. That's actually my favorite song. <laughs> 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 and I am telling you, and I am telling you, I'm not going. You're the best man I'll ever know. There's no way I can ever go. No, no, there's no way. No, 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 no way. I'm living without you. I'm not living without you. I don't want to be free. I'm staying. I'm staying. And you, and you, and you, you're going to love me. You're going to love me. More, more. That was so good. That was amazing, wasn't it? <laughs> it's the final round, Al. Let's do this. Okay. So oh, it's just general knowledge. Focus. So, first question: What is the West End's longest running mm. show? I think it's Phantom, you know, or is it Les Mis? It's ah, been a lot of years. That's what I know. Is it Phantom or Les Mis? It's a lot of years. I want to say Phantom. I'm going to go Phantom. What is the West End. Oh God, I really don't know that. You know, is it Phantom show. or Les I oh. If Madeline was here, she'd know if it was Les or not. Question two. Would know. What she... are the three longest-running musicals currently playing in London? 
Okay, so that's going to be Phantom. Lame is. This is why it's tomorrow takes, okay? Because they're coming back in the future. And what would the other one be, Al? <laughs> what are the three Phantom. Lame is. I feel like there's one we're missing that's just there. Is it going to be some. Is like it Wicked? wicked? Yeah, it could be because it's still there. Let's go Wicked. What is the largest West End theatre? Ooh. The largest West End theatre, I think, is the Coliseum. Correct. West End theatre. Question four: What is the smallest West End theatre? Um, smallest West End theatre. God, what counts West as a West End theatre? Yeah. Is what it going to be something on the strand, like the Vaudeville, like one of those ones? Because that's quite small, isn't it? The Vaudeville. <laughs> Question five. Which performer has won the most Olivier Awards? For a bonus two points, uh, can you name right, which two performer? creatives that have also won seven? So which performer's won seven oh, Olivier's? Can you even imagine winning seven Olivier Awards? Who would have won seven, Al? Would it be like a Judy Dench or a... Iconic. Can you name <sighs> the two creatives? Michael Ball? No. Won seven. Which two creatives would have also won seven? It's probably going to be like, um, what's he called? Cameron so, Macintosh or someone? Oh my God, Miriam, you haven't really so given us a chance here. I feel like, oh, ah, we're such fools. It wasn't the longest running musical. It was the longest running show. And it's Mousetrap. Answer to question two is Lady oh. is The Phantom of the Opera and Mamma Mia. <gasps> Mamma Mia? Mamma Mia? That's longer than Lion King? Well, it uh, shows us. Is London Coliseum. Well done, we got that right at least. And then the answer to question four is arts theatre. The arts theatre. Oh, the arts theatre. That's where theater. six is oh, on. That's by square. Of course, the little tiny one. And it was Judy Dench. Well, we I knew it would be Judy bloody Dench. Who else but Judy? Bonus points are choreographer Matthew Vaughan and William Dudley, the designer. So congrats oh, wow. on all of those. Okay, so that's it. Thank you so oh, thanks, much. Miriam Teakley. Into this theatre quiz with tomorrow ticks on Facebook Live. That was fun. So much fun. I mean, I that was really good was fun. Incredible students together, and remember to go and donate to NHS charities together. I am Miriam Teakley, sending you all the love. Mwah. Bye. I'm not going. It's a hard sing. That's a hard sing, that song. I mean, I think we saw a pretty damn good Effie, didn't we, with Amber Riley? Oh, that was incredible. We've just finally had the announcement about the thing that you told us about kind of two episodes ago, I believe, which is Headlong and their collaboration oh, with Century Films. unprecedented times. Just unprecedented. So it's been announced when that's going to be on, and that is going to be on BBC Four, and it's going to show across three nights from thir- uh, Tuesday the 26th of May till Thursday the 28th of May. And they're going to show, I think they've made 13 films, and they're going to show 11 of them on TV over three nights, and then the rest uh, in all of them will be available um, all 14 will be available to stream on BBC iPlayer as part of BBC Arts Culture in Quarantine. So you can watch them from the 26th to 28th on BBC4 on the telly, or you can catch them on iPlayer. It doesn't say how long they're going to be on iPlayer, but they'll be on there, I'm sure, for a long time. As you mentioned, it's kind of 
various amazing writers have got together and each written. So James Graham, who wrote Ink and Quiz, has done one. There's a lot of lot of good people involved in this, basically. Yes, yeah. the, I think the one that you were really excited about was um, was it Jasmine Lee Jasmine Lee Jones who did the Seven Methods of Killing Kylie Jenner. She's doing a piece that yeah. is called Batshit. Oh wow! So yeah, so that's been they've basically been rehearsing on Zoom and they film them all in lockdown. The actors have kind of provided all their own costumes and props and. Yeah, it sounds like it's going to be really interesting. Yeah, that's really cool. I'm glad that that's that's happening. Yes, I really want to see the one that Monica Dolan is in because we love Monica Dolan. Oh, we really do. Her one is called um, Cat and Zaki. Um, I was listening to a podcast today, a Louis Three podcast that he started in lockdown called Grounded. And he was interviewing Helena Bonacarta. What's Helen got to say for herself? Um, she, it was, it was very interesting. Um, she's just so fascinating and cool. And she was just talking about her career and about her marriage and about what it was like working with her husband on Sweeney Todd. Just, just really interesting. Yeah. I mean, look, I've got, I like Helena Bonham Carter, but I've got to say I wasn't best pleased by her casting as Mrs. Lovett. Oh. I think she, she kind of did... Oh, I mean, it just wasn't a great film overall, was it really? But when I think of kind but of... She talked about that. She said she'd never sung before and she said that Tim had never done a musical before. So it was sort of it it was just wasn't, fraught. Yeah. And I can understand why they kind of went in that direction and why Stephen Sondheim gave it his blessing because he's not about singers. He never casts people that are singers. He casts actors who can sing because it's more about... Stephen Sondheim it is, yeah. Yeah. You know, it's more about the emotion yeah. as long as people can deliver his lines. You know, that's kind of his thing. He's not looking for people who can just sing really well but at the same time there was something about a performance that was just it was so downbeat it's just not that kind of Angela Lansbury and Melda Staunton sort of feisty yeah you gotta smack that rolling pin baby can't just be sort of lounging around yeah we love Sweeney Todd um we've seen it at Chester Festival Theatre we've seen it when we were younger Um, we saw Emma Thompson doing that production with Bryn Terfel that was great yeah. The concert oh, version. Yeah, that was fantastic. That was amazing at the um, Coliseum. So I was quite disappointed with the film. I kind of actually, you know, when you're sort of, I'm going to, st- it was like Sex and the City, the film too. I was so upset and disappointed I stopped watching it. Yeah, just just pretend it never happened. I just pretended it never happened, exactly. Can you um, tell me what your thoughts on Lauren Averne are that you were telling me halfway through that quiz, by the way? Because I haven't really listened to a lot of the news as Island Discs. So how does she stack up in comparison to Kirsty Young? Um, she, in comparison to Kirsty Young, I find that she doesn't push, she doesn't really push issues as much. So when Mel C says something in in response to a question, you know, how was that for you finding out that your dad had done such and such? Mel C was like, yeah, it was, and then that's kind of where it gets left. Whereas Kirsty Young would have gone, well, so she was quite antagonistic sometimes, Kirsty. She'd say, well, that's not true, is it? Because, do you know what I mean? She kind of... Yeah, you're right. She would kind of push a bit more and get a bit get a bit deeper. Yeah, you know, when Kirsty was interviewing Tim Minchin once and he said, oh, I never read reviews for anything. And she said, really? He went, no, I don't. I just don't find that helpful. And she said, right, so you're telling me you never read any of the reviews for Matilda? And he said, oh, yeah, well, I mean, I read those. Yeah, of course yeah. I read those because they were brilliant. And I just... 
that was only good things. I just don't want to, it doesn't, it's not helpful to me to know if something's bad when it's too late to change it kind of thing. But I just thought, yeah, she's kind of, she's kind of quite argumentative in a way. You know, she really pushes things. Whereas Lauren Laverne just, it's just like, it's not very in depth. Mm, yeah i actually i just really haven't listened for a while but what's really great is do they still have all the archive on bbc sounds app you can listen to like really old ones yeah you can i need to go back so you and can listen do all the to old kirsties nicole kidman's one's quite good to listen to oh yeah i haven't listened oh i might listen married, to that. she's just married tom and she's done oh really yeah and she talks about that era. um she talks about you know she pl- she picks a van morrison song and she says you know i this song i remember I was with Tom one night and we got in his car and it was snowing and we just drove and we just were in the forest and it was just snow everywhere and he had a cassette and this this song came on and it was Van Morrison and yeah so it just makes me think of that time you know and you're like oh my god (laughs) that was a good Nicole thanks good Nicole impression there like that Mm mm-hmm um, what are you are you having a drink, by the way, with this podcast? We didn't really talk about that. Obviously, we do a cocktail usually when we're together, themed on one of the shows we re- reviewed. But um, I just made a drink instinctively, knowing that we were coming to do a podcast. Well, I just didn't. I just didn't really. I thought because we're just doing it. This is just a bonus episode. It's just a quick yeah, quiz. Um, I just didn't think of anything fancy, so I just had a. I mean, it's it's quite fancy, I guess. It's a margarita. Yeah, but we yeah you do margaritas really good. They're always fancy mm. by normal people standards. Your margaritas are pretty epic. Yeah, because they're fresh lime, and I also add chili. I've started adding a, ch- a whole chili. Yeah, amazing. I just had um, sweet vermouth and soda with a slice of orange, like a seventy-year-old woman. Sweet vermouth soda with a slice of orange. Yeah, you know, like red vermouth. Oh, that's what you do with red vermouth. Yeah, I just do it with like soda. You can have it with tonic. Um, I've, got, I th- I've got that and I didn't know what to do with it. Thank you. Yeah, you can just have it like that. It's just, yeah, I think it's it's quite old fashioned. It's sort of thing that like the queen mum would drink. <laughs> how so is that, that's uh, my style. How is our queen mum? Um, no, I, I mean our mother. Our mother, the queen. Um, she's all right. I mean, where where I can see her right now. Where, what do you think she's doing if she's doing anything? Painting. No, next, her her favourite thing, more than painting. Oh, doing laundry. She's doing the laundry. Oh, let me say hello to her. She's out, oh no, she's outside, I'm looking out the window. She's doing, um, taking load number six of the day off the line. Do you know what, it's because she only puts in about eight, well, about eight or nine things. Yeah, she just, she just loves laundry, does Mama. Loves it and it's and it's everywhere. Me and, yeah. the way that I do laundry is, you save it up until you've got yes. like a massive load. You put yep. it in. And then I put it out in such a regimented line of, you know, like the socks will go yeah. on one row, yeah, 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 you know, T-shirts top to bottoms. And then it goes tidily on that rack and it goes in a corner. When that is all dry, as in every last thing, yes, it gets put away and the next load goes on. Mum's kind of way of doing it is that some stuff stays on, that then gets moved to a hanging up bit, that can go outside, things can go over banisters. Yeah. Oh yeah, it was a constant cycle of laundry. It's an illness. It just makes it just makes her happy. <laughs> let's um let's maybe get her on the next episode of the podcast as a special guest while I am in a house with her. We may as well. Oh, I don't know. Um, about oh, do you know that, what? If we um, I was about to say we could watch. I'll make her watch Streetcar Named Desire this week. Um, so maybe we'll have her on to give her opinions on that. Okay. Yes, that'll be fun. 
Cool. Well, it was lovely to speak to you. Lovely quizzing with you. And thank you for those listening. We're, we're doing our best to keep the podcast churning out while we're all in lockdown. And I hope everyone out there who listens is staying safe and watching some fun theatre online and just, yeah, staying well. Keep listening and do follow us on our um, Instagram, which is at Theatre Club Podcast and leave a comment um and also wherever you get your podcast from itunes spotify why not leave a rating for this podcast and a little review if you're enjoying it because that'd be very nice so thank you very much once again for listening and we'll be back soon with another episode of theater club podcast bye guys bye Bye, oski um can i get a goodbye from nicole kidman oh wait let me think about it hang on i have to get into character thank you so much for having me (laughs) Thank <laughs> you.